time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Now, I've got to admit, on a pretty much regular basis, like a daily basis, I have some part of my body that's hurting. And part of the reason is because I keep pushing it. And you know, that's kind of what happens when you're doing the kind of things I do. So I do jujitsu several times a week, which leaves me with an assortment of bruises and twists and turns and places where maybe it's a little more tender than I would like. Well, the fact is that pain is something that we're all going to face. Maybe it's just that little bruise in the morning, but maybe it's something deeper. Maybe it's something bigger than that. Maybe it's even something that's chronic for you. The question is what that pain has to do with what your psychology is trying to tell you, what your inner world is trying to tell you. What science has shown us is that when we feel psychological pain and when we feel physical pain, it shows up in the exact same places in our brain. Our brain is registering it, whether it's physical pain or emotional or psychological pain, it shows up just the same. So the question is what that pain is trying to tell us. And that's the topic of our conversation today, as I discuss with Sharon Smith, how we can release that physical pain. Now, Sharon and I even go through that with my little elbow uh, twist that was going on at the time, and she helped me make it feel better. And what we started talking about is the depths of these connections with our pain and her belief that the pain that comes to us, we need to ask the question, what's it trying to tell us? How's it trying to instruct us? And then how can we uh, find a way to release that? She's got a method for doing that, that she's going to walk me through and therefore walk you through how that happens. And more than that, she's going to tell you about a couple of resources. So you can even start that process yourself to address the places where you might have some, some pain in your life that's trying to get your attention and to figure out how to release that. So listen in as Sharon Smith and I discuss how to release that physical pain and fix that psychological, that emotional component to it. There's no way for us to avoid pain. So uh, today I'm excited about talking about how we can get through pain, get beyond pain to find something else. Um, Sharon, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about uh, talking about this since um, I've always got a little bit of pain around my body. <laughs> and so, a little jujitsu gets you there every time, right? And yeah. all the things yeah. I do to push my body. So um, I'm excited to figure out how, how we can release some of that, knowing that there is also uh, an emotional component to, to pain. So I'm excited about that. So uh, before we jump into to the kind of the how pieces, Sharon, tell me a little bit about how you got to here. Well, pain is what got me here. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Isn't that always how it happens? Uh, we work with the things that, that pushed us. Uh, I had had chronic lower back and hip pain from the time I was in my teens, about 15, 16. And then in my 20s, uh, I added migraines to it. So I just had all this stuff and I tried everything. You know, I went to doctors and I went to chiropractors and, and some things would help, but nothing was really a good fix for it. And so I wallered along like that until uh, 2002. And I, I had a lot of things going on. I really kind of didn't want to be who I was. But in 2002, I woke up. I leaned over to put a cup in the dishwasher, and I could not straighten up. 
Now, I was 45 years old at the time. I was in perfect physical health, great shape, regular yoga practice, and I was laid out for a week. And a friend who was a doctor came, made house call, and he said, oh, it's just a disc. You'll be all right. Take these pills. <laughs> and, and I did, but this was truly dark night of the soul for me. I was afraid I would never be okay again. Mm. And I made myself a promise while I was lying there. Um, I, I decided I was going to figure out why this was happening to me because there was no real reason for this to be happening. And I just wanted to know why, and I was going to fix it. I, I just promised myself that. So I did get better. He was right. It got better. And I started looking and that was late 2002. And, uh, I had known about EFT, emotional freedom techniques, or I just call it tapping, uh, from Joe Mercola's newsletter, which used to come in the mail. You're familiar with it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and I knew about it, and I thought, oh, yeah, that tapping stuff, that's kind of interesting, but I don't know what you do with it. And then one day, um, in probably would have been early 2005, I went to have a massage with a girl that was a friend of mine, and she met me at the door, and she said, oh, my gosh, you've got to see this list. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen, but I don't know what you do with it. And I said, well, okay. So we went in, and it was in a book called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die by Carol Kuntruman. And she opened the book, and I looked at this list, and it's a list of over 200 illnesses and ailments and their probable underlying emotional causes. And the next 60 seconds changed, changed entirely the course of my life. The minute I saw that, it was like this huge download of information came in and I realized instantly that pain is not what we thought. It's not here to punish us. It's not supposed to be a bad thing. It's a map and it's a guide and it's talking to us. And holy gosh, this is, this is what to say when you use that silly tapping stuff. And it, I just saw it as a whole thing and I started working with it that day. I could hardly stop talking about it while I lay there on her massage table. <laughs> and uh, about six months after that, I got certified uh, with Gary Craig. He was coming to Denver. It was perfect. And I just never looked back. It was great. That's interesting. Um, you're the second person in a week to mention that book. No kidding. Who yeah. else? Um, I'd have to look back, but it was another interview and, and the person um, mentioned and I thought, well, that's a book I haven't seen. So um, somewhere I probably need to look at that book since <laughs> you're the second to mention it. But you think the universe might be talking to you just a uh, little bit. I, I may need to look that up. Uh, so let's go through a little bit of this. So there, you're discovering that there is an emotional component to the pain and that before, um, did you assume before it was just something physical that, that yeah, I did. I, I didn't. Well, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to know it was physical. I didn't want to know it was emotional stuff. I mean, you've been, you had a serious illness and you've talked about it and I don't know what it was. Do you, could you tell me what you had? Yeah. Sarcoidosis. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kidneys. Uh, no, uh, actually, sarcoidosis attacks um, your lungs, your kidneys. Um, your kidney it can be affected, but your lungs, your heart, your um, eyes. But primarily, people um, have severe damage to uh, their lungs. That's where it usually shows up first. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, 
you, we, we all get our wake up calls. Yeah, I'm, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But we don't want to think there's anything emotional going on. We, you know, it's, it's a lot more convenient to not look at our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And pain is here to push us, to get us to look at our stuff. We're designed as humans to feel and experience all of these emotions, fear, anger, grief, joy, love. All of these are wonderful parts of being human. But the so-called negative emotions, we are physically not designed to be able to hold on to those indefinitely. It, it, it'll get us every time. And when you have emotional pain going on, it will eventually show up in your physical experience somewhere. Maybe that you have chronic headaches or back pain, whatever it is. And I, I liken this to, I have a good illustration of, of emotional stuff. For instance, if someone comes to me and they're having terrible lower back pain and we begin to talk and I find out that they truly, truly hate their mother. Now, that's, and there may be some very good reasons for that. Okay. I'm not here to condone anyone's bad behavior and I can work them through that, but it's like pushing a big heavy rock up a hill and you've been pushing that anger rock for a long time. Most of us have had things like that going on. And to the extent that you kind of don't even realize after a while, how much of your energy it's taking and how hard it is to do that. You're just used to it. So I can help someone through that so they let go of that rock. But here's where the deeper work comes in. If I don't continue and help that person look underneath why they're doing it, which is kind of a soul path thing, they're going to go find another rock to push. You know, the first time I remember connecting up some emotional, physical pieces. Uh, I was a hospital chaplain uh, beginning in my career and a, a resident. So I was the one who was stuck between the full-time chaplains and the students. You know, I had to mitigate that. And so that meant I got to cover second shift, um, which is when the hospital is getting empty and quiet and you always have these interesting conversations. And I remember being in a room of this person who was there to have surgery, back surgery the next day. He was in incredible pain. And he and his wife, when I walked into the room, he and his wife were having a discussion. <laughs> it was a fairly heated discussion, which is why the nurses had called me to <laughs> go manage this couple. And I walked in and I'm trying to get them to calm down. And he looks at her and he says, would you get off my back? <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, what did you say? He said, I said, she needs to get off my back. And I said, and what surgery are you having tomorrow? And that was the first time I connected. Um, probably three days later, had another person who was there for cervical so, so, uh, uh, surgery on, on his neck. And he sat there and told me about how his parents were such a pain in the neck. And I started thinking about how many times we talk about pain that's in some emotional content, and then we use our body as a representation of it. Our language is so descriptive. We are talking about these things all the time. Yeah. Pain in the neck. Um, shouldering a heavy load, mm-hmm. carrying when you feel overwhelmed, it's going to show up in your shoulders. A hundred percent of the time, people people carry it there. A broken heart is a real thing in in my line of work. Yeah, yeah. It's and so uh, what a lot of people uh, fail to notice is that psychological pain triggers the same part of our brain that 
is it flares up when we have physical pain. And by the way, it goes the other way too. You know, so there's a two way street that our brain registers pain, psychological or physical as pain. It just knows that one area of the brain that gets activated. So you're talking about how does it express itself? Just for a second, I'm, I'm curious, um, since I, um, there is never a point when I don't have a poor, uh, a, a painful place in my body. Um, <laughs> and there's a fair reason my wife would say it's your own fault. I go to jujitsu, you know, five <laughs> times a week. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I finally gave up martial arts a number of years ago, but oh my gosh, I, I do. I gave it up in favor of yoga, but oh, I kind of miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I love karate. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's, you know, right now my elbow. And uh, so what is the place between just you hurt yourself and there's an emotional connection? How, how do you distinguish that? Well, I don't, I don't think there is a difference. Actually, there's, there's no such thing as an accidental pain. It, to my way of thinking. So when you, when you feel elbow, elbow is, and, and it can be an injury, but I think that's not liking change. You're not comfortable with some change that you're going through in your life. And in order to get your attention, you hurt your elbow at jujitsu, if that makes sense. Now, I'm not saying that you're responsible and that you created this, but your body kind of plans these things to get your attention. So think about the elbow. Do you want, do you want to play with the elbow a little bit? Sure. Okay, cool. Oh, gosh, I love this part. <laughs> okay, so close your eyes for just a moment and mm -hmm. take a big breath in through your nose and hold it and blow it out through your mouth. Okay, now that just caused increased right-left brain communication. So I want you to use your imagination. And everybody listening, you can do this with us. If you've got an elbow that hurts, go look. And if you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> oh, no, gosh, no, please, if you're driving or operating a machine. No, 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 thank you, thank you. Okay, use your imagination and go look at what's stuck in your elbow. See how that looks inside there. Is it a color? Is it a shape? Is it a texture? The very first thing that comes to mind for you is going to be right because it's your elbow. You live there. Uh, I mean, I guess the closest I get is like a gray blob. A gray blob. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good. Ask it whether it's got fear or anger or sadness stuck there. See if it'll talk to you. And just ask in your mind and see if it'll talk to you a little bit. Most of the time, things will. Hmm. Is it chatty? Uh, I, I, you know, I guess what comes to mind is strain. Um, strain? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So if it was perfectly happy, what color would it be in there? Oh, I'm always going to go with blue. Okay, good. Yeah. I like blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Now, I want you to open your eyes. Okay. I want you to move that arm around, move the elbow, and give that a number between 0 and 10, with 10 being overwhelming pain and 0 being no pain, in which case we wouldn't be talking about this. Um, probably, it, just in, in that normal movement, probably a 2 or a 3. No, if I, no okay. if I, but if I push it, it jumps to, you know, like if I hit it the right place, which is interesting. Right now, it's not bothering me as much, um, which is... Oh. There you go. Um, well, sometimes just have. Sometimes the act of just looking will connect you with it because yeah. I think you're already aware. 
And earlier today, I would have I would have told you easily a five or six. You know, I I twisted in it. It was a five or six. So right now, two to three. It's just because I'm here. You need to invite me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, now, have you done any tapping of any kind before? Are you familiar yes. with it? Yes. Okay. Yes and yes. Yes. Okay. Well, since you've got about a two and it's you've got that and you kind of banged your elbow around, did somebody throw you? Was this a throw? That you so honestly, it's probably because um, I was gripping too hard, and so it's the oh. you know, the strain of holding on, which means that I was likely trying to force a move. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just let's just go to the top of the head and not even do a setup here. Does it matter which which hand? No, you can okay. completely bilateral. You can tap with either hand, either side. It doesn't make any difference. There's no. Way I'll to use do the this one wrong. that's hurt, right? I'll use the left arm because that's the one that's hurting anyway. That works. Okay. And let's just say my elbow hurts. My elbow hurts. Because I was pushing too hard. Because I was pushing too hard. Eyebrow. I was doing jujitsu. I was oh, doing yeah, jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> and I held on too tight. And I held on too tight. And it hurt my elbow. And it hurt my elbow. But what if it was trying to get my attention before? So just people, so people know I switched over to right on my temple. That's the next place. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're on the temple. Mm -hmm. So So maybe my elbow was trying to get my attention. Maybe my elbow was trying to get my attention. Underneath your eye on the bone. Because I was holding on too tight to something else. Because I was holding on too tight to something else. Some emotional thing. Some emotional thing. And I stuck it in my elbow. And I stuck it in my elbow. Because I was holding on too tight in class. Because I was holding on too tight in class. We've moved down from underneath my nose. Under the nose. Uh I'm not working in just straight audio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now we're moving to right Uh, under my bottom lip. lip. Mm -hmm. Right below the bottom lip. Right on that crease. I give myself permission. I give myself permission. To let go of the soreness in my elbow. To let go of the soreness in my elbow. Okay, now take your whole hand across your collarbone and chest, upper chest, collarbone points, and just tap there. Yeah, so now you hear the echo of my chest. (laughs) I'm not hearing that. Um, It's safe for me to hear this message clearly. It's safe for me to hear this message clearly. And to know that I don't need to have pain in my elbow anymore. And to know that I don't need to have pain in my elbow anymore. I don't need to hold on quite so tight. I don't need to hold on quite so tight. This is supposed to be fun. (laughs) This is supposed to be fun. Underneath your arm. And this is uh, about four inches below your armpit, either side. Just say, I completely and profoundly love myself. I completely and profoundly love myself. And I love my elbow. And I love my elbow. All right, now I want you to hold your wrist points on the top and the bottom of the wrist. And Lee gets to see me and you don't. I'm sorry about that. And now breathe and blow it out and say peace. Peace. Move. Move your elbow. (laughs) Yeah, it feels pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have even a two there? Uh, I mean, I can still feel it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can I can certainly feel the spot, but it's not so bad. 
Okay. Now I would have you just also quickly, and folks for you who are listening, I know this isn't exciting and we'll move on here in a second, but I would ask you to close your eyes again and go in and look at how that elbow looks inside and see if it's blue or if it's still a gray blob. I don't see a gray blob. Okay. What is it? Is it blue or is it just better? Yeah, better. I go with better. Okay. I want you to ask it what it needs to feel blue. Hmm. What does it need? Yeah. So, I mean, that, um, it's interesting you, so I'm, I've been thinking, uh, and this is, this is more self-revelation than was part of our conversation, but you know, one of my big questions is, um, what, what's the, I, I consider this kind of, okay, my next act in life, you know, the next stage, which is probably the last part of my professional life. What, what's the purpose? What's the life purpose behind that? which also requires me as busy as I am to ask, what do I let go of? You know, what do I move beyond? Um, and so I, I think it's a, a relevant point to ask, what do I need to let go of in life? Um, that is probably a fair indication that sometimes in jujitsu, I hold on too tight when I would be better to move to the next move. And you used exactly the same language when you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. We always do. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I get paid doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's great how that works. But so what did it want? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think it's metaphorically, it's the same. My tendency in jujitsu is the same thing in my tendency in life, right? I mean, how we do one thing, I think, is how we do everything. And mm-hmm. uh, so one of the things that I committed to in my training was, to be more light in my holds, to be more light in my movements, to not try to force things, to let things happen yeah. and to recognize that I deal with them, you know, as they happen, not before they happen and to not try to prevent them. You know? And so that's the same kind of thing that I've come to realize is true in life. That doesn't mean I've done it. It just means that I know that that's <laughs> the, you know, the place that I need to move towards of trying to figure out um, how to, um, yeah, I, Control may be a piece of it, but hold on to the things that are no longer working is probably the bigger piece. Hold on to uh, the, the places that I'm not getting energy um, and how to move to a different place. So um, very clearly, there are some similarities in how I train and how I live. Yeah, yeah, there are. And you can, there are a lot, EFT is the fastest thing I've ever seen for helping someone change their mindset and shift their energy. And it can be very useful because you are aware enough that you already know what you need to be doing. But finding a way to actually accomplish that is really tough. And affirmations, and I love affirmations. Don't get me wrong. I love affirmations, but, and and I do affirmations myself. But a lot of times people are doing affirmations and they know what they need and they're moving toward it, but, but it, it just doesn't work very well or it doesn't work very fast because they've got this underlying self-talk going on. Well, we're second guessing ourselves. Do we really want to let go of that thing? And what will happen if we let go of that thing? And so you get that going on and the affirmations just kind of, it falls flat for you. It doesn't give you what you wanted. So there's some of that going on too. Yeah. But 
Super. Okay. So, so there is, I mean, for you, there is an emotional connection. If there is pain, there's an emotional connection for you. And, and, and there's a message in there somewhere. Always. There's a message in there for the student. There's always a message in there. It is very interesting sorry. because I was just going to go, yeah, I just hurt my elbow. No big deal. And here you connect it with other pieces of, of existence. So, um, sure. Yeah. Now, could I just for a moment explain how tapping works? Sure. Because People, and, and all of you listening who can't see this, I apologize. I, I work in video, and maybe Lee will let us, we're recording this so we can, Lee and I can see each other. Maybe we can work out a way so that you guys can see us too, because this is such a cool thing, and it's not woo-woo at all. And people go, oh, I don't want to do that. That looks ridiculous. Well, then I don't care. We look silly all the time doing stuff. Gosh, we're, I'm good with it. Um, but the way it works is that we are electrical in nature. And we know this. It's not anything weird. If you've ever had an EKG, and I know you have, you know that they're measuring the electrical output of your heart. Electroencephalogram is electrical brain activity, and they even use that sometimes to determine whether or not you're still alive. Mm -hmm. So it's measurable. Not, not weird. Not woo-woo at all. Now, the acupuncture meridians and the diagrams of those and the use of those have been around for so many years and so many centuries, nobody even knows how long they've been in existence and in use. And the electrical charge that flows through our bodies, the big ones flow along your acupuncture meridians. And what EFT proposes is that when you experience one of the big so three so-called negative emotions, fear, anger, grief, it can cause a short or um, a blockage in your wiring. Now, I explain this a little different than some people do. So you've got this going through. We recognize the sound of our own voice. When you go in, we're wired just like a computer, like a motherboard. They are actually made in our image. This is the meridians are the actual schematic of our wiring, our electrical wiring. So when you use this tool, this tapping, and you go and you tap on these meridian endpoints. So let me, let me just say the tools she's using are her it's, two fingers, index yes, finger, middle yes. finger. That's that's the tool. So you always have this tool with you. <laughs> you do empty hands. It's yeah. truly, it's empty hands. You don't need equipment or stuff. You have, you are so powerful. Humans are so incredibly powerful and we don't even know it. And I want people to understand that they can quickly and easily use this tool and others to help themselves. So I'm using two fingers and tapping on these endpoints. You have to speak out loud or you're not going to get the result. You recognize your own voice. When we say that negative thing first, say, even though I've got this pain, it's just like when you want to change a file in a computer. You have to pull that file up first. You can't just hit a button. So you're identifying the problem. Then you're going to go in and talk a little bit about it. Then you're going to change the file. And you're going to put something else better in there. That's what we're doing with this work. Now, there's another thing I've got to say here. When, um, because we're electrical in nature, and I've just talked about that, there's a good analogy in life. You know how everybody tells you to stay hydrated, but nobody, including doctors, ever really tells you why? Mm -hmm. Here's why. If you, <laughs> if you go out to start your car in the morning and the battery's low on fluid, it's not going to start because it cannot carry a charge. 
okay? That means that this charge that flows through your body is carried in great part on water. If you are poorly hydrated, it makes it very much easier for you to short your wiring out and it can make it harder to repair it. I tell this to students all the time. I have a good video about this. If you're tapping and you're not getting an immediate result with my work, drink about six ounces of water and then come back and try it hmm. because this works. So here's the interesting thing about this. I mean, this, so us talking about this electrical format in your body, that's, there, there's no denying that. I mean, with that, this is established. Um, these meridian lines you're talking about have also, I mean, the, the acupuncture uh, is now covered by lots of insurance and insurance doesn't cover things unless they think it's going to help. They don't, they don't just right, that's cover true. stuff. Um, so this is a variation of that, that, that doesn't require, um, having pins put in you. And here, here's no the other, <laughs> here's the other cool thing. You can try it if you, if you, there's no side effects. Uh, so we're in a world that's dealing with pain the same way your doctor told you, here's some pills, you'll get better. And those pills are ending up having a lot more consequences than we thought. Even if it's Tylenol or ibuprofen or whatever else, there are still consequences. This isn't a, a no negative side effect experiment for you, right? I mean, That's people right. can tap and, and all, I mean, so you didn't see me tapping myself. So if you're doing it, I don't know, in your car, walking down the street, somebody might say, what are you doing? But here's the interesting thing that I've noticed is I'm sitting here doing it myself. We naturally touch these places that we were just talking about. I'm just sitting here. I notice that my fingers, the first finger and the second finger are underneath on the crease of my chin. When you have a headache, you naturally rub the, the temples yeah. of your head, even though that's not where it hurts or you're right at where your eyebrow meets you. I mean, in other words, we touch those places automatically. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. I'm not sure what that is either. Uh, some alarm telling us that we are right on target with this. That's good. Okay. It's, yeah. yeah. We'll just go with that. Yeah, and people when they're surprised or shocked will go, oh! mm -hmm. and and I'm putting my whole hand over my collarbone points and taking a big breath, and that is a way of quieting your energy system when you've experienced shock or a fright. Yeah, so let's go back for a minute also with bringing in the breath. You know, you you talked you had me do that breath, and what's interesting about breathing is it's the one point that happens automatically unless you choose to do it, you know, in your own rhythm. And so as we've been sitting here talking, everybody's been breathing. That's continued to be listening to this. You've continued so. to breathe. <laughs> yeah. But you can suddenly go, Oh wait, I'm going to take a big breath. And when you do that, uh, there is a vagal nerve response. When you take a big breath and breathe out, it gives you a, and you can feel kind of an instant calm that hits your, your system which is what we do all day long when we sigh. We're basically doing a reset. So this is making that process a conscious process that you're talking about. And yes. so this is something that um, people can learn. It is. And it's not, uh, it's not overly complicated. The process you took me through was a couple of minutes. 
Oh, about less than that. I think we probably did 60 seconds right there. Yeah, I don't know. I had my eyes closed. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, whatever time that took, I mean, if you think about that, it'll take you more time to go to your uh, medicine cabinet, dig through and find your pill, get the water out and drink it in that same amount of time. You could try this out and see how it works. And one of the things that I've had people tell me um, is, uh, you know, it didn't work as soon as I did it. And my response is, when you take a pill, did it work as soon as you did it? Or did you allow that some time to, to happen? And the same with this. Maybe it doesn't happen the first time, but what if you lost in doing that? And for many people, it happens as soon as they start it. They can notice, for instance, I know people who use this for anxiety and other things yes. that can automatically feel, instantly feel the drop down. And if not, um, your hydration point uh, and I would argue that um, medication isn't a hundred percent. So, you know, let's let's use it more. I, I, I'm actually kind of the microwave of feeling better, which is why I started producing free videos. And I, I have a lot of them out. Um, about half of them or so are on my website, which we'll get to in a little bit. And people don't. One of the big things that people don't understand how to do is what to say when they're tapping. And that's why I have these out there. And so if you've got pain in your elbow or you've got a tension headache and you know what you've got, we usually do, you can pull up one of my videos and go tap with me for a few minutes. And I'm going to give you the right language that's going to help you really, really fast. Now, not to say that you can't use it on your own, but especially when you're starting out, it's really hard to know what to say because. I remember, I didn't know what to say. I thought, yeah, whatever. So I didn't, it was a tool I didn't immediately catch on to and use because I couldn't think how to word it. Hmm. So I like for people to be able, it's, this is the microwave of feeling better. <laughs> I so like it to be quick and easy. I'm, I'm kind of curious here. What happens if you, because I, I have some uh, therapy friends who have done EFT training and sometimes I just, they just tap, right? They don't say anything. What happens if you just tap, hit the meridian points? Does that help or are they missing a piece? You know, I honestly, all of us, and I know lots of practitioners, we would love to not have to talk out loud, but I think you can calm yourself um, as it's a way to bring your energy level, you know, to calm it a little bit when you're just tapping on those points, because you, as you pointed out, we are comforting ourselves when we put when you do that, you're doing that now no with your lip. He's got his hand, he's got his fingers on his I'm, lip. I'm right taking it in, making sure that the meridian is, is yeah. free to hear. Yeah. He, he just, you're really doing great with this. Mm -hmm. I think you're, you're, you're doing really well here. Um, <laughs> but it can calm you. It can calm you. Mm -hmm. But to go in and do any real repair work, you've got to talk out loud. Mm -hmm. I've worked with it long enough that I, I just know that if you're not talking out loud, you're not going to get the most benefit out of it. But if you're in public and want to just calm yourself down, you can certainly put two fingers right there under your lower lip and calm your energy a little bit or help yourself focus. And you don't have to look crazy in public. Hmm. So Always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Talking, Always. walking down the street, talking oh. and tapping might look a little no, odd, but no. I yeah. tell my students, please don't look crazy in public. I don't want people to go, oh, they're working with that lady and they look nuts. <laughs> so, yeah. 
but yes, you can, you can touch these points. They're, they're there for a reason. And we're already using them. Do it consciously. Okay. But when you're by yourself to do the work, you got to talk. So when people come to you, what, what type of problems do they bring to you? What, what's the typical? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because I mark, my marketing is targeted at people who have physical pain. But about 50% of the clients that come to me are not really having that. They're having other stuff going on. Um, they might have had, you no, know, it could be relationship stuff actually too. And they want to get a better look at that. They want to let go of some baggage or they've had childhood issues and they want to turn loose of some of that. Um, and, and I'm going to use a good example yeah, we've got time. And, and this is a woman who came to me a lot of years ago. And I, I asked if I could talk about this years ago. And she said, sure. She came to me not because she was overweight. She was really, really, uh, I think, morbidly obese when I saw her. But she had been sexually abused by her father for years and years and years. And she'd started gaining weight as a way of making herself unattractive to him, hoping it would stop. And, of course, it didn't work that way. But this now was taking over her adult life, and she was losing her ability to function in her job, in her personal life, because she couldn't let go of this stuff. She mm. needed to get past it. That's why she came to me. And I saw this woman, I think, about three hours total, three, three times over the course of a month. Uh, I know it was more than that. And then... Uh, and she moved really quickly through this. We did lots of EFT. We did some other work that is specific only to me. It's proprietary work uh, to release some inherited patterns because we inherit things from, like it or not, from our parents. And they're not always things that we want. So we did that work. And then I just didn't see her again. And I ran into her at the grocery store about a year later. And I didn't know who she was. I heard her, this woman say, Sharon, hi. Oh, my gosh. And I did not recognize her. And she had lost, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe a hundred pounds. And my first thought was, are you okay? You look great, but are you? <laughs> she said, you know, I didn't really do anything. I just felt so much better. It just came off. So um, I, I don't encourage people to come to me because they want to lose weight. Um, the extra weight is a symptom. It's not what you have going on that's, that's out of whack. And the good way to know that is when you have, oh, there's a good analogy. What happens when a cat or dog is frightened? They, they puff up. They do everything they can to make themselves look bigger and stronger and more imposing, right? Mm -hmm. And humans are doing exactly the same thing when they feel threatened. Exactly the same thing. They are physically making themselves larger. And because animals let go of a threat very quickly and move on, we tend not to because we know so much more and we hold on to that because we think it could be an ongoing threat. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. And so we get larger and we get larger because we think we're threatened and we're not big enough yet. And maybe we need to be bigger and maybe it's going to come back. So we get a little bigger again. And that's how that works. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, sometimes people come for physical symptomology and other times which leads back to emotional yeah. and other times they come in with the emotional knowing that there's something that's stuck there. So, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm sorry. I apologize. It must be on my end, but I don't know where it is or what it is. <laughs> it's, it's highlighting something for us. Something. So in the midst of, of that, um, what are, let's say somebody is experiencing um, physical pain. What would be, so look, first of all, let's talk about, you do work uh, in, on a number of levels. One, you have some free videos that are out. Um, mm -hmm. And then two, you do some direct work. So typically, if, uh, what level comes to you? I mean, it, it's not going to be somebody who, like me, uh, has just a sore elbow in the morning because you rolled rough last night. What, what are a lot of the times people come, what kind of pains do they come for? Well, my favorite, one of my favorite things to work with is chronic back pain, hmm. especially lower back pain, because I had that. I love working with that. Now, in this culture, about 75% of the time, what gets stuck there and shorts that wiring out and causes that is a fear having to do with money. doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you can afford to pay your bills. It's simply a fear. Mm -hmm. I've worked with people who have vast amounts of money, but they've got that fear going on there. And it tends to show up as lower back pain. And I know because I had it too, the other 25% of the time, and this is in Western culture, it could be a hurtful relationship. Now, that's where it gets really, and a combination of those things. I have both. It doesn't, and people go, well, it's time to thrive. Time Welcome time, to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bacham. Well, Join us as we explore ways that you can that. thrive in your life, this regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. A, a big entity over some things that he perceived were really bad and wrong. And he stuck that in his back. Mm -hmm. It was an ongoing fight for him. So it, when we look at relationships, it could be a work relationship. It may be more than one thing, but we're going to look in there and we're going to get to the bottom of it. So you can quit pushing that rock. Mm. Okay. This is an interesting thing because we live in a culture that, and I've, I've, seen this so many times um, in my career that people are much more happy to pop a pill than to, you know, figure out what else to do. And I, I hope in the last, I don't know, five years, we've become more and more aware that that's not a uh, no consequence treatment. And, um, you know, I, I used to try to encourage people who were suffering from depression to also do other things, lifestyle changes, exercise, movement, diet, things like that, um, because they had convinced themselves that the pill would do it. And in reality, the pill really does it. And it's the same with pain, where pain is not best addressed just by popping a pill that would mask it. And so um, if this is something that kind of makes sense to you, if, if you're listening to this and going, yeah, I've got some pain, there's a starting point for this that, that Sharon has. So talk some about what you have on your website and where well, to go. The very first thing I've got when you go to my homepage at apainplan.com, all of the buttons on that first page says, tell me more or help me with my pain or yes, I want to get out of pain. Click that. And it's going to, you're going to subscribe there. And immediately you get access to two cool free things that are not available anywhere else. The first one is a video that's a guided visualization, uh, similar to what I just did here with Lee. And you're going to go and get a look at what's really underneath your own pain or your issue. The second video takes you through some basic EFT, some tapping to use to help you clear out what you just saw. 
So you get two cool things. Now, when you subscribe to me, you also get my, uh, it's coming out twice a month now. I may step it up a little bit. Uh, you get my vlog, which is a video newsletter. I always, it's a good way to get to know each other. I talk about my life and there's always some tapping in each one of these. And we have a good time in those. So you get that as well. I have a free video library there, and I also have pain plans, which are packaged work for specific areas of pain in the body. Right now, I have six of them. I have one for lower back, knee, carpal tunnel, uh, hip pain, foot pain, and leg pain. So those are there. They're inexpensive. You can purchase them. They come with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't like them or think they didn't do what you wanted, or if you didn't like the sound of my voice, just shoot us an email. You get your money back. No big deal. And I will tell you, no one has wanted their money back to date. So let's go back. Uh, Apainplan.com. So this letter yeah. A, pain. Plan. Just like it sounds. .com. <laughs> and we also have that. So if you're walking along, driving along, exercising, doing whatever, um, and you can't get that, uh, it's on the, the page for this uh, podcast. So you can find that um, in the related resources at the bottom. That's yes. always there. And just go over. Um, so first of all, recognize that there are two things that you, all you have to do is sign up for. Those the, the two videos, the guided visualization, and then you can do some tapping on your own. And let's just say that that's a great place to start because there is no cost, no obligation, nothing other than give it a try. Um, my suggestion is that we all, when we think of, we hear something, we be true skeptics because a true skeptic Absolutely. wants to be convinced. They haven't already decided that something's not true. They just want more information to either prove or disprove it. And this is your chance to you know, to try it out for, at, at, for no risk. And uh, so if you find yourself taking, I don't know, Tylenol or something stronger, let's see what happens when you try this, because this is specifically aimed at pain. There, there are a lot of people who are talking about EFT in terms of emotional stuff, calming yourself down, things like that. This yes. is about how to deal with pain. And so yes, yes. since we all are going to experience pain, that's just just what happens. It's a part of life. It is a part of life. It is. Yeah. If you're going to, unless you're going to wrap yourself in bubble wrap and stay on the couch and watch Netflix all the day, all day, there's going to be pain. Uh, there's going to be physical Even pain. Even if you do those things, there's going to be pain. There still will be something. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> so let's figure out a way through that. So uh, again, uh, well, I also do. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. I also want to say, um, I do have two programs now where I am working one-on-one -on -one with folks in order to be cons I only take eight people at a time. That's the maximum of people that I will take into my one-on-one -on -one work because it's very time consuming. I have a longer program that's six weeks and a shorter one that's two weeks. So you do need to be to consider for that. You do need to send me an email or contact me through the website. Then we'll set up a time where we can talk in person and we'll do it so you can see me and I can see you. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, the starting point again, apainplan.com. And you can also find that in the related resources. Sharon, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lee, for having me. It's been fun. Thanks for sharing. And my elbow feels very good. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> we'll go from there. Go forth and do good and there turn you go. stuff you don't need. Thank you.
listening to the Thrivology Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at Thrivology.com or at ThrivologyMagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T-H-R-I-V-E-O-L-O-G-Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Thank you.